Welcome to the Gymnast Nutritionist Podcast, a free resource for gymnast parents and coaches to learn to fuel the gymnast for optimal performance and longevity in the sport. I'm your host, Christina Anderson, and I'm a pediatric and adolescent registered dietitian, sports nutritionist, a former gymnast, a current nationally rated gymnastics judge, and a wife plus dog mom. I help gymnasts and their parents learn to fuel without the stress or overwhelm so that they can reach their big goals and dreams both in and out of the sport. We want to help parents take a proactive approach to nutrition, and to do so, this podcast is all about hashtag real talk, where we tackle tough subjects about nutrition, body image, and more in the sport of gymnastics. All right, let's dive in. You are listening to episode 24 of the Gymnast Nutritionist Podcast. Hello and welcome back. Um, Today, I want to talk to you all about injury nutrition, right? I get questions like this all the time on Instagram, on Facebook, um, from one-on-one clients, from parents wanting to know how they should adjust their gymnast nutrition if they are injured. Um, For instance, right? I might get the you know, Instagram DM saying, help, I was just diagnosed with a pack fracture and I'm out for the rest of the season. How should I adjust my nutrition? And if we're going to have a really honest discussion, the real question that we should be asking is, is the gymnast eating enough to fuel their body, to support growth and development and repair and recovery and adaptation to training? And is this injury linked to a lack of nutrition and recovery? Or was it just purely accidental and overuse? Um, And I'll tell you the same thing that I will share with um, gymnastics clubs through our team talk series or through our um, course or program. I'll explain injuries and nutrition like this. I'll say, look, you know, there's two categories of injuries, right? There's the acute kind of accidental injuries, the sprains, the strains, the breaks, the tears, the ruptures, that for the most part, we don't really think as related to nutrition, right? Like you sprained your ankle. It really has nothing to do with what you ate. From a recovery perspective, of course, nutrition can help support and hopefully speed up that recovery if we're making sure that the body has the right building blocks. But I used to say like on the whole, you know, I'm not real concerned about nutrition with those kinds of injuries. And I've actually revised my position on that because some injuries in gymnastics will always be purely accidental, right? Just a freak accident. It's a dangerous sport. There's risk and stuff happens. But if you really think about when a lot of injuries occur, they tend to occur towards the end of practice when a gymnast is tired, towards the end of the week when a gymnast is tired, towards the end of season when gymnasts are tired. And whether they're fueling properly or not, they're tired and they are unable to think quick enough to react fast enough to, to keep themselves safe. And I, I do not want anyone listening to this to feel like an injury is, is their fault because absolutely there are so many factors that go into getting injured. But I think you guys know what I mean, right? Like it only takes a split second difference to, you know, a gymnast land on their back, you know, versus their neck, right? or, you know, make the the double full or come short and blow an ACL, right? Like these are very split second body reactions that again, sometimes it's just totally freak accident. It was a timing issue, technique issue, whatever. But I think a lot of these injuries we do tend to see when gymnasts are tired. And again, like they're just not able to perform at their best, which also becomes a safety issue. 
And so that's why when I talk to parents about, you know, making sure that their gymnast is properly fueled, there's a big difference between making sure your gymnast is fueled so that she can or he can be safe at practice versus trying to micromanage and nag them to eat their green beans. Because while sure green beans are, you know, a nutritious food, they're not going to save you. Like they're not going to save you from death. They're not going to save you from an injury at practice. Um, you know, nutrition is certainly about the averages, but it a hundred percent is a safety concern for gymnasts to go to practice under fueled and, and then ask their bodies to do all of these skills that definitely require their fullest attention. So the other category of injuries that definitely has a, a very clear link to nutrition would be any sort of overuse injury. So the itises, right? Achilles tendonitis, patellar tendonitis, um, elbow and knee, OCD, back fractures, spondy, um, you name it. A lot of these injuries very much have a connection to nutrition, and that is a lack of nutrition. It is underfueling that will worsen a lot of these injuries that could be because of overuse or could be occurring because of, you know, mechanical abnormalities or weaknesses and stuff like that. Like 100%, we need to get that assessed as well. But we cannot ignore the fact that underfueling plays a huge role in the body's inability to repair and recover, hence leading to these overuse injuries. So anytime a gymnast is injured, I think it's so important for gymnast, parent, medical provider to really take a thorough history of that injury and every other injury and really approach it with curiosity, right? Like, was this just an accident or did this happen because we were tired? We didn't have enough energy. We weren't resting enough. We didn't fuel before training. I think it's really important to know kind of where we're coming from so that we can make appropriate decisions on where to go from there to really maximize recovery and, and speed up that return to play process. I think the next thing we have to do is address injury recovery from a holistic perspective. And in the perfect world, every orthopedist would refer a young gymnast to a sports dietitian for a thorough nutrition assessment, especially if they have any sort of overuse related injury. Because the bottom line is that probably 99% of gymnasts are underfueled, especially those that are training probably 20 plus hours a week. So anytime that those gymnasts have, you know, stress fractures, poorly healing injuries, overuse injuries, we a hundred percent need to question nutrition and make sure that they are getting what they need to fully repair and recover. Otherwise, um, we're really not doing our, our full due diligence. And again, I said in the perfect world, right? <laughs> Every orthopedist would refer to a sports dietitian or better yet would have one um, either in their practice that they work with or someone in the community that they have a close relationship with. But, um, it, you know, I know that this is, this is a little bit of a pipe dream, right? Like there are not enough sports dietitians out there. There certainly are not enough that are number one, familiar with pediatric and adolescent athletes and how to work with them and their parents. And then, you know, to really get specific and make sure that they understand gymnastics. Um, it's a big ask. So, um, that's a huge reason why I do what I do in terms of our blogs, our podcasts, our free trainings, our webinars. Um, I try really hard to not just make sure that we're providing high quality education for gymnasts and parents, but also medical providers as well who do see um, a lot of these athletes on the regular. 
I think if we holistically approached every injury, just like you do generally at the collegiate and professional level, um, it would certainly cut down on the recovery time. It would cut down on the injury recurrence um, and probably cut down on future injuries as well. And a big reason that I think this is so crucial is I see a lot of high-level gymnasts that get their first injury because of years and years of underfueling. And then usually some point in the comeback process from that injury, they get another injury that is also under fueling related. Like I literally can think of five level 10 gymnasts I've worked with that have had some sort of bone, either stress fracture or tendon rupture or elbow knee OCD that, you know, all of those injuries have a very long recovery process. And for all five of these gymnasts that I'm thinking of during their comeback from that big injury, which we're talking, you know, six months to a year, they then had another overuse stress-related injury, um, often some sort of stress fracture in the foot, the leg, the back that then again, sets them back another three to six months. And, you know, I don't have a crystal ball. Like, could we have prevented that second injury? Maybe, maybe not, but we certainly would have had a fighting chance if that gymnast had been assessed for for reds, for relative energy deficiency in sport, and for the adequacy of their nutrition. When the first injury happened, that should have raised some red flags that this is related to to underfueling. Um, I think every gymnast should have a nutrition assessment that is training 20 to 30 plus hours a week. Because again, in my professional experience, most all of them are not eating enough. And part of that is, you know, a, a parent's conception of what is enough for an athlete training that much is usually, um, it's usually incorrect. And, and the reality is that's just a lot of training, right? Like it's most parents, when they have a competitive gymnast training 20, 30 hours a week, that might be their first child who has done such a sport at that kind of level and intensity. So why would they, you know, have, have a good idea of just how much food that they need? I think the other really challenging part is gymnasts are often not hungry for all of the nutrition that they need because of either stress or anxiety or just the logistics of their training, the long hours of training. There's a lot of reasons why they may not be biologically hungry for everything they need, but that doesn't mean that they're eating enough. So, um, this is really what I call unintentional underfueling, where, you know, even at like level four and five, when gymnasts are training 15 plus hours a week, a parent may be feeding three meals, a couple snacks a day, and in their minds think that they're feeding plenty. And in the gymnast's mind, they eat when they're hungry, they stop when they're full. Obviously, if they're hungry, they ask for more, their parents give them more. So everyone has this kind of false sense of security that nutrition is okay. And if there is even a thought about nutrition, it's normally are they eating healthy enough? Which you know me, if you've listened to the podcast, there's nothing wrong with wanting to eat healthy, with working on, you know, exposure to different nutritious foods, so on and so forth. But none of that is going to save your gymnast from injuries if she is fundamentally underfueled. So it's important to know what type of injury it is. It's very important to look at the past and see, is this a pattern Um, how long are these injuries taking to heal? That's something I always ask in my initial assessment with the gymnast. We'll go through their injury history and each injury I'll ask how it happened. And then I'll say, you know, how was the recovery? Did you kind of recover, um, as the doctors predicted or did it take longer? And anytime I hear like, oh yeah, you know, that fracture was 
supposed to heal in four to six weeks, but at 12 weeks, like the fracture was still there and everyone wondered like why it wasn't healing. Like to me, that's a huge red flag that they're probably under fueling, right? Because in general, bones don't just like spontaneously refuse to heal themselves, right? Like with the proper rest and recovery and nutrition, our bodies are amazing and they know what to do. We just have to make sure that they have the building blocks. So once you've established if there is a nutrition link to your injury, which I mean, pro tip, I would say nine times out of 10, 100%, there is a link there. Then we need to implement some sort of recovery nutrition plan. And this is where the initial question comes into play of, you know, should I adjust my nutrition when injured, aka should I eat less? And here's the deal. In the perfect world, your gymnast would be fueling adequately for what she or he is doing. They would be eating enough overall, you know, calories, protein, fat, carbs. They would be eating enough to support 20 to 30 hours a week of training so that if they were injured or took a vacation or took a rest day or whatever, they would be able to downregulate their nutrition appropriately that still leaves them properly fueled. The problem is most gymnasts have that backwards. Most gymnasts are under fueling to begin with. So then when they do get injured, many of them start to freak out and they worry about their body changing. They worry about gaining weight while they're injured, if we're just going to be super real here. And so then they start to restrict their nutrition, but we really have no business doing that because we weren't eating enough in the first place. So yes, you know, if this was an athlete who was fueling appropriately, then yes, there may need to be some necessary adjustments depending how much they're still able to do while they're injured and while they're on the road to recovery. But again, in my professional experience, probably nine times out of 10, if not more often, most of the gymnasts were already underfueled. Most of these injuries came from underfueling. Most of these gymnasts are experiencing delayed growth and development in puberty. And therefore we have zero business reducing their nutrition. And if anything, the recovery period is actually a good time to increase nutrition and try to catch up on that growth and development. Because as you've heard me talk before, you can't have your cake and eat it too. If the body's not getting enough nutrition to grow and develop, it's not getting enough nutrition to repair and recover. Um, And that's why it is so tragic for gymnasts who are not growing to be celebrated and their bodies to be celebrated of how tiny and cute and whatever they are, because that is not normal. And and again, if a body is not growing, it's not getting enough nutrition and it doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter what you want your gymnast to look like. It doesn't matter if you think that they'll be more successful if they're smaller. Um, The bottom line is they will suffer and they'll suffer in a big way. So you need to implement a recovery plan and this is where working with a sports dietitian could be super helpful, especially if they're going to be out of the gym anyways, right? Like more often than not, when gymnasts have a major injury, yes, they'll still go to practice and they'll still condition and they'll go to physical therapy and they'll do their exercises. But for many of the gymnasts I work with, they don't go 25 or 30 hours a week, especially at the beginning when they maybe can't do a whole lot. So that extra time on your hands could be the perfect thing to use to invest in learning how to fuel your gymnast and hopefully prevent another injury like this from happening and or just maximize the recovery time and set them up for as fast of a comeback and successful um, as a comeback as possible. The other thing I think you have to, to realize is I know that working with 
um, some sort of professional is, is not free, right? Like <laughs> you, you have to pay all of us to work with us, whether it's PT or mental coaching or nutrition or whatever. Um, but if your gymnast is injured and they're unable to compete, you are going to save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars in meet fees and travel fees and coaches fees and all the things. So why not use a portion of that to invest in learning how to fuel so that again, you're setting them up for the best comeback possible and also trying to prevent from repeating the same sort of um, injury and, and just kind of bad habits that got you kind of where you are. The next thing would be talking about like the advanced nutrition strategies. And unfortunately, this is often where people want to begin, right? Their gymnast is injured and they want to know what labs they should get done, what supplements their gymnast should be taking, what kind of protein, fish oil, creatine, magnesium, you name it. And these certainly have a place, but they're the top of the period pyramid, right? Like this is why I call these advanced nutrition strategies. These are not the big rocks of nutrition. So again, um, you really have no business doing these things or wasting money on these things if your gymnast is fundamentally not eating enough because they just won't be as effective. The last thing I want to leave you with and and something for you to think about and consider if your gymnast is injured is be very weary of food and body struggles cropping up during injury. And this really goes back to kind of point number three, you know, of a lot of gymnasts aren't eating enough in the first place. And this can put them in a very bad place psychologically. Um, I've seen a lot of disordered eating or eating disorders worsen when a gymnast is out of the gym and whether that was for COVID quarantine back in March, 2020, um, or just a, a random injury that they unfortunately experienced. And again, I think it goes back to most gymnasts aren't eating enough in the first place. And in their minds, you know, if you eat less, you are thin. And if you eat more, you gain weight. Like that's a very common kind of adolescent pattern of thinking that is again, not necessarily true. And so when they are injured and they aren't working out, you know, the three to four hours plus a day that they used to, then they just immediately think, that they shouldn't eat. And what that turns into is they're eating one or two meals a day. We're not eating snacks. We're still conditioning and working out, but it feels like it's not enough because it's not the same as normal training. Um, and it's very easy for them to spiral and, and go to a really bad place with food and body that not only, um, you know, do we now have a psychological injury that we need support with, but we have also totally compromised um, the injury recovery and the comeback. So just know that unfortunately it's very common for gymnasts to struggle with food and body when they're out for an injury. So it's even more reason for you as a parent, especially to pay attention, listen to what they're saying, kind of watch their behaviors and definitely bring on, um, a licensed mental health professional to support that comeback as well. So with that, I hope this is helpful. Um, if your gymnast is currently injured, my heart goes out to you. I know how that is. I feel like I spent more time on the sidelines injured as a gymnast than actually being healthy and able to compete. Um, and as many of you know, the biggest part of my story was it was my nutrition. I, I was underfueled. I wasn't eating enough. I also struggled with disordered eating. Um, and not once did a doctor or physical therapist or anyone bring up even the question of was my nutrition adequate? Um, and again, I think it takes just bringing up these conversation. It takes awareness. I mean, a lot has changed since I was a gymnast, but we still have ways to go um, in terms of all professionals that work with gymnasts being very aware of the reality of underfueling, the prevalence of underfueling, and their role in identifying and referring out. So 
regardless of if your gymnast is injured or healthy, if you want to help them take their nutrition to the next level, if you want to help them learn to fuel their bodies for optimal performance and longevity in the sport, we are currently enrolling for our VIP program. Um, this is a great opportunity. If you have some time right now and whether you have time or not, um, if you don't make time for nutrition, the body's going to make time for you later down the road with an injury. Um, I'd love to support you and your gymnast in this three month program. We teach you everything you need to know about fueling the gymnast day in, day out, performance, nutrition, injury, nutrition, growth, development labs. We teach you all the things so that you have every tool necessary to help support your gymnast in their journey and trying to reach big goals and dreams. And like I tell my clients all the time, I want them to choose when they're done with the sport, not their bodies. And and like I said earlier, there are just some injuries that are total accidents. Um, Some of us, you know, we have mechanical abnormalities in our bodies or whatever. We just have things that, that plague us and get in the way. And you can't blame that on yourself. And again, not all of it is related to nutrition, but at the same time, a lot of injuries are related to nutrition and better safe than sorry, right? Like, wouldn't it be nice if you knew your gymnast nutrition was where it needed to be. You knew they were getting enough nutrition. You knew that they were growing and developing so that when a performance struggle happened or when an injury happened, you at least could feel confident that it's not a nutrition issue. And then you can use your time and resources to, you know, approach other avenues that you need to. So uh, please feel free to reach out as always. If you have questions or concerns, um, shoot me a message on Instagram. You can also reach us via email on our website. Um, and if you are interested in helping your gymnast learn how to fuel her body, feel free to apply for the VIP program. Um, that link is in the show notes with a couple other links for you. Um, go check out episode 21. If you want to listen to my take on should gymnasts eat less on rest days, and I'll see you next week for another episode. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Gymnast Nutritionist Podcast sponsored by the Balanced Gymnast Method course. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button so you don't miss out on any episodes. You can find any links that we mentioned in the show notes of the episode and also how you can work with us. If you're looking to learn to fuel your gymnast for optimal performance without the stress or overwhelm, feel free to email us. If you have any questions, you can reach us at support at christinaandersonrdn.com, share what's going on and we'll get back to you. Or you can learn more about our programs by going to our website, christinaandersonrdn.com slash work with us. Bye for now.